I figure I'm less angry today, so I'll let everybody know. <laughs> That's awesome. It's amazing what some sleep and coaching can do for you. It's in, it's insane. Like, oh, this like self-care shit works. I'm gonna keep testing. I'll keep testing the theory for years though. Yeah, right. Just to make sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it also helps that yesterday I was able to do an add-on case at 1:30 in the afternoon instead of nine o'clock at night. That always helps. Huge. Yeah. Totally. Um, so I wanted to talk about um the concept of setting boundaries with yourself. Um, you know, not with coworkers or um, significant others, but um, you know, I guess you know following your own boundaries. Um, so this has come up recently um, with work and it's all self-induced. There's no like outside pressure from anyone in the office or anything like that. Um, and what I've noticed is like with the other doctors, as soon as they're done seeing patients, they just like dip out of clinic. Doesn't matter if their notes are done or whatever. And I'm usually there um, doing my paperwork pretty late, um, partly because I hate doing like work stuff at home, um, just from like a technical standpoint or technology standpoint. And then what will happen is I'll come home. It'll be late. I like can't go for my walk or get my exercise. Like I'm always late for dates. Like last night I set up a date for a taco tour and then showed up like an hour late. And it wasn't like, oh, I was delayed in the OR. It's that I just can't seem to physically like get out of my chair and go to my car and say, do the work later. Mm -hmm. um, or even like going to bed on time. I'm very well aware of what time it is. Um, but it'll be like, oh, well, like, what if I just look up this one more thing, even though I know it's not the right thing to do? Yep. Um, so the, the question's more like tips and tricks for, for boundaries. Yeah, I guess like setting that boundary with yourself and honoring it. Because when I do set the boundary with myself and I honor it, I'm like happy that I did it. I'm like, oh, look, I'm going to bed on time or I'm leaving work when it's still daylight or, you know, whatever. Right, right. When you, um, when you're, let's, let's use the example, like I'm at work, I'm going to do my chart uh, or whatever you're going to do so that you're going to leave later than your commitment to yourself. Are you, are you like aware of it and you're just fighting your previous boundary? Like, are you actively, or are you like, oh my gosh, where did two hours go? Like what, what? No, no, I am. Yeah, I'm very aware. I set alarms um, because I do know time seems to go by. Um, but then I can also tell what time it is when like the chatter in the office stops. I'm like, oh, all the MAs are gone. Oh, the girls at the front desk are gone. So I know what time it is. Like yesterday I said, okay, you absolutely must leave work at six o'clock. And then six o'clock comes and I'm like, oh, wait, but what if I just do it for like five more minutes? And I kept doing that until you know, 6.45 and then I'm rushing and, you know, everyone's mm -hmm. waiting for me and whatever. Okay. So our circumstance is plan to leave work at 6 p.m.? Sure. Yeah, we can just use that. We'll just, we'll just pick one. Be fine. Okay. Circumstance. Plan to leave at 6 p.m. What are you thinking about, how, sorry, brown, it's not showing up well. What are you thinking when, uh, when that's the plan? And now, now it's 6 p.m. Um, I'm thinking, 
oh, well, I, if I just leave like in five more minutes, then I can cut five more, you know, then I can like rush somewhere else and like take five minutes off that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like, oh, let me just knock one more thing off my to-do list um, and I can maybe make the time up somewhere else, which by the way, I never do. <laughs> right so so basically like you're aware you've made a boundary and now you're just not holding yourself to it yes okay um and and how good would you say like in general are you with following your what you want to do boundaries is this like just a like when I'm tired at clinic or is it like no I can't keep my commitments to myself at all constant constant issue in different situations okay and uh any any reason that you think that is Um, I think a lot of it is, I'm like, oh, I just want to get stuff done. I want to get stuff off my plate. And so what I'll try to do is I'll say, okay, well, how about instead of getting it done today, you get it done tomorrow. It's not that important. Um, but then I just feel like it's sitting there, it's sitting there and it never gets done. Um, you know, they sent out our uh, billing manager sent out, um, the list of like who had open billing slips. I only had four open billing slips. Uh, the senior partner had 155 open billing slips. And I was like, well, he doesn't care about like finishing his stuff right away. Like you yeah. should also get out of here and not worry about things you have to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I think you live in, I think you work in my practice now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, I, I'm the same way. I'm like, I got everything closed and the senior partner is on his boat. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's again, it's like this awareness of like, wow, I'm really good at getting that minutiae done, but I'm missing a part of my life because of it. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like, I'm trying to tell myself, listen, why don't you like go on your date because you need to find a husband and why don't you exercise? You can be happy. And then you can just do the work, you know, at like nine o'clock when it's dark and you can't exercise outside anymore. Um, but it's like, you know, I don't know. I just hate leaving that stuff undone and then coming home and being like, oh, now I have to close out all these charts from the day because I didn't do it like right when I left. Right. Well, but what might be the benefit of not, of not doing it right when clinic ends? I can get out of there on time. Um, I can be out there in sunlight. And then the big thing is like, you know, if we're talking about work and not other situations that then I feel like work is not taking my life away from me. Like I can go have a life for a few hours in the evening and deal with stuff later. Right. Yeah, totally. And kind of just looking at like, you know, where the priorities are of like, I don't want my, I don't want my work to be my only life, but I'm letting that happen because I'm choosing that over this other part of my life. Correct. Yeah. And then then you're just, you've got like dueling banjos going on. Which is yeah. what life, that's what life is. Like you have to do the work, right? Right. At, at some point. But is it, yeah. is it, does, does it have to be the number one at 6 p.m. versus the other things that, that can really only happen at 6 p.m.? Right. And like I said, this is not coming from any outside source. Like I know there's some groups that have policies, like you have to close your notes within 24 hours. Um, we don't have that. So this is all coming from within. And I'm like, well, if this is coming from within you can control it. Like no one's telling you at 11 PM that you can't go to bed and you need to stay up until like midnight, but I'll do this justification of, 
oh, well, if I go to sleep now, I could get eight hours of sleep, but I could like stay up and do nothing of value and get seven hours. I'm like, that's still good. And I'm like, no, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's also like, just to like narrow it down to the circumstance of like the dopamine yeah. reward of you closing charts is probably pretty good. <laughs> it is so high. Right? <laughs> yes. Like it's a, it sounds silly to like talk to a non-physician of like, I don't know, it feels awesome to have a clean inbox. You know, so I never thought of it that way. Like now that you say that, I'm like, I feel amazing. Like um, our, our like surgical coder has asked me to just take a look at some of my op notes and it's been like sitting in my inbox for weeks. And I finally did them last night and she just emailed me saying she filled out all the cases. And I'm like, oh man, that feels amazing. I never thought of it as like a dopamine hit. Totally. And if you, if you can look at it like that of like, Hey, at the end of the day, you're kind of tired because everybody is. And like, you have the chance of like, for, you know, think of like the rat getting the sugar water, right. Of like, yeah. you can get some quick dopamine hits here by just finishing it. Or you can go like get the tacos, which you actually have to like get in the car and go to the place. Like that dopamine is farther away. Yeah. If you think, if we want to like narrow ourselves down to like the rat in the box of like, of course you're picking the quicker dopamine hit. It's literally right there. Yeah. That's a, that's a great way to say it. And then you get to consciously be like, I know why I want to finish this right now. I'm going to choose to not do it. Yeah. Um, Cause I feel like sometimes it's easier when there's like external factors, like part of the reason that, you know, some of the other partners leave is like they go pick up their kids and whatever, but I'm like, Oh, I don't really have any commitment. So I could just stay here. And I was like, but, you know, you want to get in a situation where maybe you have some evening, evening commitments. You're not just, like, coming home to nothing. And I'm like, well, that's not going to happen if you just stay at work all day. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Yeah. Of, yeah. Like, of like, well, I, I end up not going to the tacos or not doing the thing. So I, I, then I just have work of, like, of, like, no, you actually want to walk away from that dopamine. Because there, there is this thing over here that you're curious about. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to start treating it like the the chocolate chip cookie. Um, I saw your post on like trying to like not do the processed sugar, and I was like, maybe I should do a little bit of that. I don't think it'd be so extreme, but a little bit. And so now I'm like, okay, walk away from something in the break room because there's like a better reward at the end of the tunnel. So I, I think it's helpful to phrase it's like a dopamine. So I'm like, all right, walk away from the notes and go find some other dopamine hit. Yeah. And I mean, the other thing about like urges, right? Like, cause you can think about this as like, I have an urge to close all my charts. Yeah. Right? It's an urge. If you leave your clinic to go get the tacos or whatever you do, that urge will pass. It's super urgent and you feel like you have to fulfill that need. But if you let it pass and you leave the building, you're, that urge isn't going to be there. Cause you're going to be distracted, taking a walk, doing this other stuff. Right. It's, I mean, it's kind of like, like any dopamine thing of like the cookies or the open bar or, you know, whatever, like that urge is really strong, but it will pass. And then just like realizing that of like, Hey, as soon as I leave here, these charts are going to be open until I find the right time to do them. It's fine. And that urge to close them is going to be gone. Yeah, that's true. I still have not closed my charts from Wednesday and I feel okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Totally. And, and so I would look at it, I mean, because I'm like, is this a, I don't keep a commitment to myself or is this actually like a, a strong urge that we can work on disconnect, like seeing that urge 
knowing why you have it. And then like being like, I'm going to choose differently until I get into a pattern of leaving on time or get into a pattern of running every evening. <laughs> like, um, I, I think literally it's trying more to change of an urge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because even like with the nighttime, the whole not going to bed thing, like last night, um, I think I stayed up for like 30 extra minutes trying to clear my email, my work email inbox, which I actually did a pretty good job of, but I was like, you know, this is really not necessary to do now. It would have been better for you to get 30 more minutes of sleep. So that this whole cycle of like, I'm tired and then slow after clinic doesn't keep repeating itself. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and notice like, when do the urges happen? Right. When I'm tired. That's when I like have that less strong ability to be like, to resist it. Is that, I mean, do you think it's more because you're tired or because you're like working slower so you can't get your work done as fast as you normally would? Is that the same thing? I don't, I don't know, maybe. Um, cause I, cause I noticed with this, this particular job, I definitely feel like I work slower than I normally do. And I think it's just because I'm so tired all the time with, you know, just how my OR schedule has been. Um, and I'm like, well, I should be able to finish all my charts in 30 minutes. Like, why did it take an hour and a half? And I'm like, well, is that actually um, because I'm tired and like physically can't do it or I'm just distracted by this urge? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, think, it, <laughs> I think it could be. I think, you know, when we're tired, everything takes longer. But there's also yeah. this concept of like things take the time that we have to fill right? Of like this yeah. concept of like, well, I've got to do these three things and I have an hour and a half. They'll get done in an hour and a half. I've got these yeah. three things and I've got 45 minutes. They'll get done in 45 minutes. That's true. And so it's, it's really like, oh, you know, I don't really have dinner till 630. They'll take till 630. Like, yeah. the, it's like the time we have, you know, it's like, if we're going to have a meeting and we have an hour set for that meeting, the meeting's going to take an hour. That's true. Instead of us being like, this is going to take me 15 minutes. Boom. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, I definitely feel like I do better if I have external pressures, like uh, like a doctor's appointment. You know, like I'm very good at getting what work I need to get done so I can get out and like go to my own appointment. Yep. Yeah, totally. I, I would so play, with, I guess, I'd play yeah, with it as far as like urges go. Yeah. And, and, you know, working on the urges and being like, that reward I see this all the time and like the coaching I do for like, this is seemingly random, but I'll, I have a point. The coaching I do for like sex, because people are like, Ugh. and I'm like, ice cream and the internet are way better, faster, easier dopamine hits than like going and having sex. Right. I'm like going to going yeah, on a walk, and, going on a walk and having tacos is awesome. But yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot more work than you just going click, 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 click. Yes. Right. If only to be like, hey, we're just brains with dopamine trying to like live our best lives. We have yeah. to be like, I'm on to you, sugar, water. I'm gonna go take a. I'm gonna go take a walk. Yeah. Um, that's definitely helpful. So, I guess with the urges, obviously recognizing it is the first step. Um, and then would you say like just kind of walking away is the next one and waiting for that urge to pass or something in between? 
Yeah, I mean the it's the it's the like see it and don't resist it. I mean, and the nice okay. thing for this scenario is like you actually can walk it, get up, walk out, and like actually walk away from it. Whereas yeah. you know some urges are like, oh my god, all the foods in my kitchen. What the hell am I gonna do? But like, right, right. You, this is actually like you get to just boogie, which is cool. But the other thing is like, hey, urge, where do I feel that urge? Like, I feel it in my chest. It feels tight. This like, is going to sound silly. I feel like I feel it in my bones. Like my, I just feel like, because it's funny, I'm actually thinking about, okay, what if um, I'm on vacation next week, but I'm like, okay, what if I come back and like, I don't do my notes like Monday afternoon and I can just feel it. It's almost like it's in my skin, like this jittery feeling of, what do you mean you're not going to close your notes before you leave? Totally. That's not, that's not I mean, think of anybody who's done like repetitive things for years. I mean, you've been doing this for years. It's not like on Tuesday you discovered that like closing notes is a good thing. That's true. <laughs> like, that's true. This is like a well-worn behavioral reward system. Yeah. And then people are like, but works, works my life because I never paid attention to anything else. It's like, well, I know we can get all of our dopamine from work. I know that's insane. I feel like this whole conversation is so mind blowing right now. I'm like, and it's you know, it's a, like when we have time to reflect, which which we're doing now is like, who do you want to be, right? Yeah. I want to be this person who works and goes on dates and checks out taco trucks and you know whatever else. Of like, okay, now that we've seen that on a on a bigger because you can't be like, ding, 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 who do I want to be, right? Like you've got to know that from the 10,000 foot view? Yeah, well, so last weekend was like the first weekend in at least a month or two where I was kind of off for the whole weekend. I got oxygen, I got sunlight, like my apartment building had a pool party that was really fun. And on Monday, so many people like patients and staff were like, did you get your hair cut? Like, you look so well rested. What did you get to sleep? And I'm like, this is what happens when I get oxygen and sunlight. Um, so I felt that it was this past weekend was really the impetus for me to look at things and say, okay, what is it that I can do to like have a life and create a life here in this new place that I'm at? Because it was fun over the weekend, like actually going out and actually doing stuff and being like, all right, maybe I don't hate the city so much. Um, so I'm like, all right, what, what is it that's like holding me back from leaving every day? And so I feel like this week I've been trying to be more introspective about it. I, I, to me, it's a secret sauce. And I'm like, once you find stuff outside of work that like, you're like, oh, this is me enjoying. I was literally telling my brother this this morning. Cause he's was, you know, the same of like work, 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 work. Kids are out of the house now. I don't know what I even like, you know? And it's like, once you figure that out and what you, then you're like, oh, work becomes this like container instead of this, you in a, a container. Yeah, and that's how I feel that people are able to stay in jobs that maybe they don't like or that aren't the best situation. Um, I really didn't love my old job, um, but I love the city I live in, had like a great social life or whatever. So I was willing to deal with the nonsense at work to like stay in that city. Um, so I'm like, all right, you're here for ex at least X period of time. Like, let's not be miserable for the next few years. Let's figure out like, what is it that could make this tolerable? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, totally. I, I would play with the urges and play with, yeah. you know, and not resisting it, 
because that's that's suffering. But just like, yeah, no, I got this big urge. Of course I do. But I'm what I want to do is leave the building and go over there. Because so when you talk about resisting, well, when you talk about resisting urges, is that is that more like you're not acknowledging that you have the urge? Yeah, and wishing you didn't have the urge. Oh, okay. Like that's like when people talk about like white knuckling. Yeah. Of like, you know, like white knuckling to not drink, white knuckling to not snack, white whatever, whatever the urge is for people. Because that that's that's like willpower, which will fail. It's just not sustainable. Right. Okay. But it's pretty sustainable to be like, hey brain, I'm on to you. You get total dopamine there. I'm gonna choose to do this. It's just like a more like a kind of a loving shift of like, I'm really trying to make my life different. This is what I'm choosing to do. But I understand why I want the dopamine. But the more you like break those apart of like, hey, maybe three times a week I leave right when clinic ends. It becomes less of a pull to stay there because like you're creating a new habit. Okay, that's a good idea. All right, yeah, like like I said, I'll... Um, happily on vacation next week when I come back I think I'm definitely going to work on this um, I mean I like I said I feel like my mind is blown I would have never ever thought of work as like dopamine we're totally dopamine like, uh, like I know we don't we you know we don't think of it but it's like dude we have like we have seniority we have authority we, we make decisions and people listen like there's so much we get out of that that we don't think about until you like when I say I want something I usually get it at work that's rewarding (laughs) that is so true too yeah that's crazy I would have never thought about this stuff (laughs) it was it was crazy I I wrote a book and I went into a a local bookstore yesterday and I was like hey just you want to drop off because they have a local book author section and they're like yeah well you know email this person and maybe she'll call you back and like thanks and I called my brother and I'm like, I'm used to being a surgeon. Yeah. They didn't treat me how I'm used to being treated. <laughs> I was just like a local author over there. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Well, you get yourself out. Like you realize like the rewards we have in our jobs. That is so funny you say that. Cause just with like dating and stuff, I felt like, you know, if I was a male surgeon and I was like, you know, going out with women, they would treat me so differently than if I'm like a female surgeon going out with these dudes. They probably like just don't even think about it. They're I'm like, why don't you treat me the way they treat me at work? Yeah. Oh, totally. Well, and you can, you'll, you'll, like, people will see that, like, you know, they'll come home and their family members are like pissed, but they're behaving the same way that they're, be- they're behaving at work. Right. But it's like, but you're not the surgeon at home. It doesn't work. Yeah, you have to like consciously uncouple that. Like if you're the author or if you're going home or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. My my brother went on, my brother like went on vacation to Puerto Rico with this like quasi famous local musician person. Right. They go to Puerto Rico and the quasi famous musician person's like, nobody knows me here. (laughs) Like like he was getting none of the dopamine that he gets in a a place where he's like kind of famous right? That is so interesting. It's so interesting, but it's like, you know, surgeons have the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
idea that I guess you have to learn how to adapt with your family and like take your surgeon hat off at home. My husband at one point literally had to tell me, I'm not your nurse. <laughs> and it changed our, like, it, it was like, it, it was, it needed to happen. I needed to figure that out. Yeah. But like you get, you yeah. get into these like behavior traits, you know, cause it works. And then you're like, this doesn't work yeah. over here. Odd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that, that's a good point. I've definitely seen it with like some family stuff on my own. So I'll have to pay attention to that in the future. I know. That's crazy. Yeah. All so, right, my friend. All right. Well, well that's great. Good vacation, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Great. Thank you so much. Absolutely. All right. Anybody else want to come on and raise your hand? If you want to come on and do a little bit of coaching. or type in your questions. We'll see if anybody's got anything before the weekend starts. Anybody has any questions about urges or keeping commitments to themselves? Dopamine. And if not, if everybody's just here to listen, that's totally cool. But maybe we'll wrap it early then if I don't have any more hand raisings. I can keep going if no one else has anything. Yeah, totally. If anybody else wants to raise their hand, raise it. Otherwise, we'll keep talking to less angry spice. Yeah, if anyone has anything, please just raise your hand and I'll stop. Um, I was debating if I wanted to talk about this. I was going to like wait another month and see how I felt about it. Um, so I'm about to be 35, which I don't know how old everyone is like on the talk right now. But to me, it's been like, oh, my God, 35. Um, and I recently froze my eggs. I actually just had the like last fall appointment today and felt like really um, conflicted about the whole situation. Um, you know, like, oh, I'm 35. I basically had to freeze my eggs because I'm single. There's really like no interesting men in the pipeline. <laughs> um, and I called it like my $12,000 punishment. And it's like one of those things, my birthday is uh, actually later this month, which is why I was gonna like maybe wait and process and see how I felt. Um, and I'm sure like other people on here have gone through the same thing, um, especially being female surgeons. I know my situation feeling like this way at this age is not unique. Um, but I guess just like wanting to come to terms, like anyone I've talked to has said, oh my gosh, it's like so great you froze your eggs, don't have to worry about it. You know, my doctor today is like, it's so good you did it. Like, you know, while you had a better chance um, instead of like waiting later. But just this whole conflict of, you know, I had to do it because I'm sort of by myself, but then all the surgeons that I know um, that are like my age have already settled down with their families. I'm just being like, okay, well, you're going to be 35. There's nothing else you can do about it. 
Well, 35 is a circumstance. Is a what? I said 35 is a circumstance. Yeah. How do you want to feel about it? Or why are you, why are you beating yourself up about, yeah, like what's coming up for you? Um, well, first of all, this credit card bill I'm about to pay for paying $12,000 for freezing my eggs. Uh, when I'm just like, I mean, I, I know people have to do fertility stuff like later, particularly um, women surgeons. Um, but that whole, it's almost like rejection, right? Like I haven't been able to find anyone. So like, here's the price that I'm paying and I'm getting older. Like, will I be able to find someone and have that family that I've always wanted? It's almost like a panicky feeling of like, uh Oh, you're about to be 35. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I really like when, like, as far as the coaching model goes is when we have like a question in the thought line which, which she would be like, will, will I find somebody is answer it. Will you find somebody? I hope so. I'm trying. <laughs> right. Cause, cause it's, I went, out, I went out with like four guys last week. Um, they're all boys. I don't really think I'd call them men. I think I'd call them boys, but yeah, I mean, I make, <laughs> you know, what's funny is I was like, you know, everywhere else I lived, I always dated men. Like, how come I'm meeting boys here? And I was like, no, 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 you're older. And now you're older than them. Like the guys that you're going out with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I think, you know, it's one thing if you're like, Hey, I'd like to, I'd like this, but I'm not doing anything about it. But like, look at you, you're freezing your eggs. You're, you're going on potential dates. We don't know how many dates it's going to take, right? Until you find the one. And then you'll know exactly how many dates it took. I've lost count. I don't think I can count. Okay, maybe I counted. But like, because people will be like, when's it going to happen? Blah, 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 blah. And it's yeah. like, those questions are not useful questions because you literally can't answer them until it happens. And then you can be like, well, for me, it took 62. Who, kn who knows? Okay, I guess that's like a good way to frame it. Yeah, of like, you're doing the things that like, you're literally on the pathway. Which I would give yeah, you I mean all the credit for. Because it's one thing if you're like sitting on your couch, not doing any of the things, wishing it would happen. Versus like, hey, you're doing the things. Yeah, no, I know my big thing for me was actually egg freezing before 35 if I had to. And I almost backed out at the last minute. Um, I know a lot of people have had the same experience with fertility doctors. Like you can never talk to the doctor. It's like a, like a wall of nurses. And the minute I emailed them saying that I was changing my mind and I wasn't going to get like the financials in time, like they call me immediately and they're like, well, we can work with you. Like we can adjust your days a little bit. And I was like, all right, well, things seem to be lining up. Maybe I should like go ahead and do it. And then I did. How do you want to feel? You know, I want to feel happy that I did it. Like, okay, I've preserved, I've done something to like, you know, ensure my ability to have children for a long time but instead I feel like resentful that I had to do it mm. yeah yeah and then like so if, if your thought line is like I had to do it it's, it's making you feel resentful yeah where's that gonna get you nowhere because it's done and I actually had a very good outcome um so you know I have other friends who did it and did not have a good outcome and they would have loved to be in my situation um, where I think like 
the fertility, both the fertility doctor and I were pretty, you know, pretty surprised in a good way with the outcome. So it's like, I want to feel excited about it and that it was the right decision instead of like, oh, like, why did I have to go do that? Yeah. Do you feel excited about it? Is that like a potential for you right now? Or like, do we just need to get you to neutral at this point? Where, where are you? Like, does it seem possible to be excited about it? No, because actually when I woke up in the PACI and she told me how many eggs she got, I actually started tearing up and I was like, um, <laughs> I was like, there's literally no crying in surgery. Like, why am I tearing right now? Um, because it was, I mean, she, she expected me to have a good response, but it was much better than she thought. Um, so it's like a very good thing. So I guess for like a moment, I was like teary happy. And then I was like, why are you crying? Get a hold of yourself. <laughs> yeah, but if you, if you can just blame anesthesia for crying in pain. Oh, I, I had a horrid week of call the week before and they kept trying to wake me up and pack you and I was like you leave me alone I need my propofol nap like I am not they're like you've been here for 30 minutes so I was like no leave me alone <laughs> I, I bought this propofol yeah <laughs> this propofol cost me a $500 anesthesia fee let me sleep <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah don't take my propofol away yet okay yeah. let's give you a different C okay C is froze eggs What's your tea? Um, don't give me a fake one. Don't be like, I should feel rainbows and daisies. If you're not there, you're not thought, there. My thought is that I do not feel rainbows and daisies. Coupled no with the fact that like, I'm, oh, okay. So I don't feel rainbow, rainbows and daisies. And oh shit, I'm about to be 35. I froze my eggs. So your thought of I froze my eggs is I'm going to be 35? Um, they're kind of, they're very intertwined. Okay. Um, cause 35 so was like a deadline, which I said to do it. Yeah. Is your C I'm turning 35? I feel like it's probably more that because I told myself I would freeze my eggs by 35 if I needed to. So if I wasn't turning 35, I wouldn't have frozen them. I'm turning 35. Okay. What's your T of I'm turning 35? OF. <laughs> Of um, how's that make like you? now like like of like like panicky or pan yeah panicky and like okay now society thinks I'm like geriatric because I'm a 35 year old single woman. The gynecology department does need to change that definition. We got rid of vaginal atrophy. I'll let you know. So I think we should oh, really? get rid of geriatric. Well, you know, what's funny. The only time I'm young is at the fertility doctor's office because I'm like younger than most of her patients that she sees. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you're thinking OF because I'm turning 35. And is that making you feel panicky? Yeah. Okay. Panicky. What do you do when you're panicky? Um... Definitely have had crying sessions, definitely feel the feeling in the pit of my stomach. And then I will actually like avoid conversations about personal life. Like I remember um, a few years ago, oh, I had done an observership at a fellowship that I thought I really wanted. And I knew one of the surgeons there. Uh, so we were kind of hanging out after work. And I knew he kept trying to ask me like, what, what else? He kept saying like, what else is going on with your life? And I'm like, Oh, nothing like I'm a resident blah 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 and I knew what he was getting at he was getting at like are you married do you have kids and whatnot so it's like 
I almost try to avoid those conversations or like set up a boundary where you can't really ask me because I don't want to say like, oh, well, I have no one in the pipeline. Yeah. When everyone around me seems to have, you know, something going on with family at least. Here's a side note. When we feel something so intensely about ourselves, and think everybody else has it. We, st- it's like you know, I'm in the market for a Toyota Camry, and then all the Toyota Camrys are on this road. Yeah, it's a literal brain thing when you're like, everybody else has blah blah blah, and then you're like, see, there they all are. Like we actually are not. We don't choose to do it. It's subconscious, but our brain will literally pull these people out to prove us right. Yeah, that I I know. Um, I'm You're in just a looking for the fairly, Toyota Camrys. You realize? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so my search goal specialty is very male dominated, um, and I've noticed like over the years with the females when I go to conferences and courses and whatnot, like they all have their families, and very often I'll be the only one there that does not. Because at first I never used to think about it, right? So I was like, well. I'm a female surgeon, like this is kind of how our life trajectory is, like things just get delayed. And then I started noticing over the years, I don't know if it's just like more awareness or more work-life balance with like the residency hours that now when I go to the conferences, like I'm the single woman and not like all the other female surgeons there. Right, right. So panicky, I'd say your an action would be like proving it right that it's OF. Proving, proving yeah. And then what's the results of crying, avoiding talking about it and proving that it indeed is OF? Because look at all the people where they're different than I am. The results like a waste of time. Well, yeah, like like you're you're making a panicky 35-year-old. That's what you're making. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> making. Panicky 35-year-old who's like trying to leave work so she can go on dates on the weekdays. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would just, to me, I'm like, see, see what's truly a fact about this, which is the age, everything else you're just creating. Yeah. And be like, does it really matter what other people are doing with their lives? Does it really matter that I need to like do what they're, you don't have those people are miserable. It's you like, know, what's funny is like, I listen here and I hear like the other surgeons talk about stuff with their husbands and I'm like oh man, that like sounds really tough. Like I guess married life's not that easy, but I'm like, well, at least you guys have your husband. Like that's a good thing. You should look at that. Well, yeah, yeah, like (laughs) the main coach, Brooke Tissio, she's like, literally I have two people in the room. I have the the married people who don't want to be married and I have the not married people who want to be married. That's so funny. That's all that's (laughs) in the room. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, I, I would at some point, you know, like, when you're on vacation and close to your birthday of like dude you have like so many years and really being like what do I want to create what is this going to look like for me because all what I'm hearing here of like I'm comparing myself to the shoulds it should it should it should it should and I'm not measuring up instead of being like what am I going to choose because once you realize like this is going to be the life that you choose it's way more fun than like comparing ourselves to everybody else. Yeah, you know, I guess the underlying thing with this is, and I don't know how you work around, like when you're trying to choose what you want, how you work around this, it's obviously very lonely being single. 
um, particularly if you're like in a new place like I am where I still don't know too many people. Um, I remember I met someone who's like, yeah, I haven't met that many people, but I moved here with my boyfriend, so it's fine. Like, I don't need to meet other people. Like, we at least have each other. So it's like, I feel like you can choose what you want to do about it. Like, I travel all the time. I have lived in five major cities as an adult, which I think is really cool because I've, like, seen all different parts of the country. Um, I basically do whatever I want. But then I don't know how you resolve, like, that underlying loneliness of, okay, I'm choosing whatever. Oh, but I'm lonely because you know this life situation has not happened yet yeah I mean again I would point out like lonely is a thought like there are people in relationships who are intensely lonely that's true right and so it's like thinking like that changing your circumstance is going to change your thoughts and feelings again of like no there's there's people that have boyfriends and girlfriends and they're they feel very alone Okay, so that's a good point. I would play with the lonely as like, is this truly a fact, right? Or okay, is it, is yeah. it thoughts? And, and I, I think a lot of loneliness, when you know, it's like feeling lack of connected to something. And, and where, right. where do I get that connection from? Um, yeah. But yeah, there's people in relationships that are quite lonely. That's fair. Um, I do know some now that you're mentioning that. So I would, yeah, it's like the things you think are facts about all of this, start write, writing them down and chipping them, chipping them apart. Okay. <laughs> you know, there are these memes. I don't go on social media that much anymore, but there are these memes that are like dating in your thirties is like going to Goodwill, like all the good stuff is taken. Um, and I'm like, surely there has to be somebody out there who does not represent Goodwill. There is this, there is this comedian, like I saw yesterday and she's like, dating in your thirties is like going to the grocery store and buying avocados. Like you better have a plan. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, uh, oh, that was kind of funny, but, um, yeah, yeah no, so I mean, I was kind of all that. Yeah. That's like sort of come up with, uh Oh, like in a few weeks here comes 35. Yeah. But it's, it's 35 is neutral. My friend. Yeah. And I mean, that's what I try to tell myself. You're not convinced. No, I'm not. Like, so the thing is, I don't look 35 and I don't feel 35. So I was like, okay, well, it's good you don't look or feel 35, I guess. Um, What's 35 so supposed to look like? Oh, no, I'm just saying, like, just in general, because my mom made me wear sunscreen all the time when I was younger. I actually, like, routinely get that I'm seven years younger than I actually am, which is, like, nice that I can just, I don't know, go with that. But, um um I don't know it's like I I know it's like society and I should not go with what society thinks but I feel like especially for women society seems to value who you are in a relationship versus um like what you've accomplished like I am a surgeon I obviously put my personal life on hold to be a surgeon and I feel like that should be valued instead of oh, you're not married. Because like, what about all the male surgeons? Everyone's like, oh, he's such a bachelor. Like, you know, he's just like living his best life. He was a surgeon, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, so am I. We don't care what other people think, Less Angry Spice. We care about what you think about it. I know, I think my thought is, oh, well, society thinks I'm like an old maid. Who cares? Yeah. Like literally, if you did everything society said you should do, first of all, you shouldn't be a surgeon. That's true. Like, so you've already proven them wrong. 
You should be a teacher nurse. Teacher. Oh, God. Nurse. A kindergarten teacher nurse. Yeah, you should be a kindergarten teacher nurse. So go yeah, do what you said, but you're like, no, fuck you, society, right? So it's like, why are you latching onto this one piece? You don't have to. Well, that's okay, fine. That's a really good point. Like, I, uh, I already Oprah, want to get Oprah the was and unemployed like, at age 30. <laughs> Oprah was unemployed at age 30. Oh, really? I didn't know that. It's like, it's all re- it's all like it's all relative. Do whatever you want. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna take one more hand raise. This, all is, right, great. this is super fun. Um, I got lots to think about. Thanks, Kelly. You got it. <laughs> See it. So I have a really hard time not saying anything when people are making. Uh, comments and I'm like but but I was just like that and you know what it all worked out okay <laughs> dude you have yeah please let, let yeah I'm like I didn't let less angry spice know this these things yes no I was totally single still in training you know I didn't get married till 40 and I have two kids now so uh and I'm super happy and it all worked out and and like you know those you know the goodwill analogy you get the ones that people return who are way better off for having been broken in (laughs) gotta return uh dude that's it it's like life works out it does life works out and we just burn all these brain calories worrying that it's not gonna work out yeah totally yeah i'm so glad you shared that It's good to hear, right? Because when your whole world view is like, it's not going to work out. Like, it's good to hear that. Yeah. And I often think I wish someone could have gone back and told me when that was like the center of all of my angst, you know, in the middle of surgical training, which, you know, can be hellacious that, you know, at some point in time, it's all going to be fine. And I mean, a million people did, right? Everyone told you, or everyone told me, uh, you know, you're fabulous. You're going to meet someone they're out there for you. But you know, you hear it over and over again. And, uh, like at my wedding, I had to like, say you guys, you were right. And well, but, I know, because people can tell you that, but it's like, it's really what you believe. That's the truth. Right. Yeah. If you truly believe like, Oh crap, here's 35 and I have nobody like that's your, that's the and, truth. and right now 35 sounds really young to me. <laughs> That was a long time ago. All those worries seem like a long time ago. Oh, that's so sweet of you for you to come on and share <laughs> that. It's so awesome. I love this group. It's so good. Oh, thanks, Sunshiny Day. <laughs> Did you have anything else or you just wanted to? Oh, one of these days I'll go through my entire rigmarole, but we're too late in the in the hour. <laughs> hey, we'll get you soon. Thanks for yeah. coming on though. I appreciate it. Uh, all right, everybody. Love you. Oh, Alice Angry Spice says, amazing. Thanks for sharing. Makes me feel better. Yes. Awesome. I love this group. God, you guys are cool. All right. We'll talk to you next time. Love everybody.